Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Wide World on Money FM 89.3. Welcome back to Money FM Saturday mornings here on 89.3, 10:39 on your Saturday morning. And SC Ventures is a part of Standard Chartered Bank. It's a new business unit established in March of 2018 to lead innovation, promote entrepreneurship, and to have a look at how disruptive, how to help disruptive ventures and and business models how to make a difference in some of the businesses that they are working with. Joining us now to talk a little bit more about SC Ventures is Alex Manson, the head of SC Ventures. Alex, good morning. Great to have you on Money FM. Good morning, Ben. How are you? Uh, doing really well. Uh, give us a little bit more background about SC Ventures. Um, I know you've been with Standard Charter for quite some time. How did, how did the idea of SC Ventures come about, and, and uh, what, do, what, do you, what value are you guys bringing to the, to the bigger group? Sure. You know, you're right. I was with Standard Charter for some time. I was uh, in importing. I've been a banker for a long time. I've been a banker for over 30 years, and, uh, and uh, I was within the bank when, uh, when we were thinking of ways to, uh, to, to do things for clients. And really the inspiration came from clients of the bank. Clients were asking me within the business to do certain things that we couldn't quite deliver. And uh, you know, I'm reflecting on, on the bank having become risk averse and they're internally focused. And perhaps it's one explanation, but importantly, there was a way that customers were wanting, expecting to be, to be served, be it retail clients like you and me or uh, corporate and institutional customers. You know, they were expecting us to do certain things. And the reason why we couldn't do it was, wasn't that we, we didn't want to do it. It, it was partly set up partly the business model, partly technology legacy, the way of doing things. And so the, the, the inspiration really came from here. And the idea was to set up, you know, create little ventures that would be set up differently, start afresh with, uh, you know, as far as technology goes, but also as far as the, the setup goes, business models. You know, is what we call it. Sometimes we say it's actually not about the tech, it's about the model, the way you conduct business. And um, and uh, that you know that that was the first uh, you know the first seminal thought. We we obviously debated quite a bit and we acquired the conviction that we're going to have to change the bank too. But in order to change the bank, we're going to have to do it from inside and outside at the same time, right? So inside, you digitize the bank, you do things differently, you invest in technology, and 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 then you encourage people to sort of step forward, become entrepreneurs, come up with ideas, engage with the community, mm. and out. Outside the bank was, you know, very different. So, you know, that's where the ventures come in. That's where the partners come in. And so, so we built new businesses that we wanted to be self-sufficient, justified commercially, financially. And in, in so doing, we meet a lot of partners, technology partners. At times we invest in them, at times we don't. But, you know, that, that creates an ecosystem of ventures, partners and the bank. And, and we, we just thought that this would be a lot more transformational mm. than just just doing one thing. Alex, is it fair to say that SC Ventures was able to sort of step in and drive uh, some of these new businesses and innovation in a way that perhaps the traditional standard charter bank, you know, as a big bank, maybe just wasn't set up to do? Is, is that, am I hearing you correctly when, you, when I put it that way? Well, there's an element of that. And, 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 and for, for, for a start, you know, I'd like to, 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 to give some credit to Standard Charter, the bank itself. It's probably one of the more progressive banks in the world today, one of the more innovative banks. He has done a lot to change itself, and he has done a lot to explore areas where, where a number of other, you know, other banks were, you know, were staying shy. And very importantly, he provided the platform for SC Ventures to exist. 
and and so so in and and that that was a clear sign of you know we 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 want to do something we want to serve clients the way they want to be served we're not afraid of cannibalizing our own business in Hong Kong Singapore by mm. by creating digital banks and, and 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 all that so there is an element of of notwithstanding what you're implying and where what I'm about to confirm, that there's a huge amount of credit that should be given to to the bank, its management, its board, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, and and that, it, by the way, we wouldn't be here without it, right? So sure. so so having said this, having said this, what I'm suggesting is transformation within an existing business is very very hard, and it's not hard because you know the common perception is people are evil, they don't want to change, you know, corporate entity bodies, you know, the the, the empire counterattacks, none of that, right? People actually want us to be successful, they want to serve their clients, they want to do the right thing most of the time. But the setup doesn't lend itself. The legacy is is such that, um, and by legacy, I mean technology, but also the way of doing things, quite simply, has to be has to be different. And so what, what the ventures allow us to do is to experiment with business models which the bank wouldn't otherwise be conducting. And it also allows us to do to invite partners, the likes of fintechs, technology companies, et cetera, to, to come in and teach us things, you know, experiment mm. with us. And they we learn from them, they learn from us. And, and it is in a relatively contained environment initially. And, but if it works, then we have the ability to implement it, yeah. scale it within the bank, et cetera. Et cetera. So, sure. so, so yeah, we, we're doing things with the bank you know, would find it very difficult to do from inside. And that combination of in and outside makes it possible. Alex, it's Neil here. I'm very interested to know what you mean when you say you you talk about transformation. So a business will come to you a little bit frustrated. As you say, the banking system, to use your words, can be a little bit risk averse. Could you give us a a real world example of one of the companies you've worked with? They came to you, there was a gap in the market or they was frustrated at that risk averse climate that you mentioned. What did you do for them that a bank could not do? Wow, this is, this is a great question, and thank you. And and, and in fact, uh, you know, Neil, you know, Glenn, Glenn may remember these days when we were in the bank, and and, mm. and we were talking about banking the ecosystem. So, a, one of the early examples was um, very large clients, you know, co- corporate clients of the bank asking us to bank what, what I ended up calling their ecosystem. So basically, they were saying, "You bank me, that's okay. You're doing a good job." But so is, um, you know, other guys. So is HSBC, Citibank, etc. You'll compete. You'll get your fair share of business. You know. However, if you could bank my suppliers and the suppliers of my suppliers and my distributors all the way to the to the little shop where where I'm selling my, you know, whatever it is, you know, cell phone or uh, or FMCG, you know, goods, um, then you would really become a partner because these guys are almost on bank. Nobody's doing a good job servicing them, and they're really critical to me, right? They're, they're my ecosystem. And some of the large corporates have understood how important their, their ecosystem suppliers and distributors and second-degree uh, distributors, et cetera, are, but no one's really doing a great job banking them. So they don't Within get the, the sort of financial very, support that the, the bigger players get, that, the, but they right. need, like, maybe microloans or, or banking services, that sort of thing? Is that is that what you're saying? Exactly. Large corporate wants to grow double-digit percent in uh, Asian emerging markets, that implies that the suppliers are going to have to go double-digit percentage. And so without the working capital to do this, without the, the support to do this, it's very, very hard. And the conviction we acquired is that should be possible because the ecosystem gives us a lot of information, right? It gives us data flows, financial flows, physical flows within the supply chains. We should be able to mine that information, credit on the right the ecosystem of these, uh, of these supplies. And so we attempted to do this in the bank and we proved that it worked. We could use that information 
automation to really risk manage a supply chain. And we call this banking the ecosystem. However, we couldn't scale it. And we couldn't scale it because the bank wasn't set up to do it, right? We have a corporate institutional bank that is looking after the large clients, but we have another bank, which is a retail bank, which is sort of within the same bank, but different systems, different ways of doing things, and it's quite separate and distinct. And so, so, so just the setup of, of the bank, but also the way we analyze credits, mm-hmm. you know, which it, it didn't lend itself to do what we were trying to do. And so we ended up with the idea to create a venture that would do this. This venture today is called Solve. Um, S-O-L-V without any either website is so easy. So we tried in India. We have now just launched it in Kenya, uh, are in the process of launching in Ghana, Africa, and, and two more markets later this year in, uh, in, in Southeast Asia. It's an e-commerce platform for SMEs. These SMEs typically are the members of the supply chains of large corporates. And they do commerce. They buy and sell from each other. And as they buy and sell from each other, we can plug in business services, including but not limited to financial services. And the financial services include Standard Charter as a bank, but certainly not at the exclusion of other things. In fact, we have another five banks, you know, six NDFIs or non-bank financial institutions plugging into the Indian version of Solve. And Solve, in the meantime, has um, has uh, onboarded some 400,000 SME users, has uh, transactional value trading day in, day out, and, um, and loans have been dispersed and business services provided and this is uh, this, mm. this is a growing platform and it, so, so it's just an example of when approaching the business differently yeah. we're able to serve customers you know otherwise no bank is actually really equipped to serve properly mm. Alex um, you know when we think about the last three four years and the the disruption in supply chains that we've talked about a lot here on this show but everyone's talked about mm. does SC venture are you seeing a new role um, in restarting uh, Perhaps new supply chains, you know, everyone's kind of looking more locally now at how they can fulfill their their supply chain needs versus only going to China or only going to certain countries based on the pandemic experience. Is is that something that you're seeing SC Ventures is now playing a bigger role in how to support some of those newer supply chain partners or or startups in the, in, in in servicing their clients? Unequivocally, yes. In fact, if you go to our website, you'll see that we've articulated some themes. They're high conviction themes, which we think are, are relevant to society and relevant to the world. And therefore, banks should be focused on them. Banks, financial institutions, generally speaking, should be focusing on these things. Um, and one of them in, in the corporate space is world trade, world trade, supply chains, SMEs. And, uh, and and doing a better job of um, of supporting, financing, help supply chains, and helping them grow. And yeah, you're absolutely right. They've been dislocated by for, for a number of reasons. Uh, you know, started with uh, started with with COVID, and then geopolitical tensions, and then mm-hmm. and then wars, and, and a number of reasons why they they're dislocated. But they remain very important the well-being of a lot of people is the fact that they're dislocated doesn't mean that they're not global it means that people have had to to relocate at times build resiliency um create plan b's at times build resiliency by creating redundancies which is could be okay the point is that supply chains continue to exist they continue to evolve they continue to be complex and they continue to be very important ecosystems for any corporates and, and we consumers are at the receiving end of mm. what we're doing here so do i see a role for for us absolutely and and, and the way we point on how we how we think of these themes right if a theme is relevant to society then we should focus on it how do we focus on it well we create ventures we, we have partners that we work with technology and otherwise 
And we also have the bank and potentially we have other banks and other kinds of partners, large corporates. That in itself is an ecosystem. Rather than trying to buy everything, M&A, M&A takes a long time. It's difficult. It's culturally difficult. It's technology difficult. But today there's APIs. APIs means I can yeah. plug a capability into someone else. Plug so in the technology. Little, yeah. Exactly. So mm. little nimble ventures can plug into each other mm. and can plug into a bank and another bank. And, and that ecosystem is a lot more powerful to address a theme like world trade and supply chains or digital assets, which is another one of these things, or sustainability, financial inclusion, which is, again, another one of these things. These mm. ecosystems are very powerful tools to go yeah. after a theme like this one. Hey, Alex, uh, Taui is a, a B2B agritech marketplace in for small farmers in Kenya that I, I believe you guys are involved with. Yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting to learn more about how you're helping underserved. You know, we think about big banks helping big business. And you've talked a bit about this already in terms of the supply chain discussion and and being able yeah. to help with ecosystems. But, you know, talk about this, this agritech in Kenya that's trying to grow, trying to do something. What have you done for them? What can you do for them going forward and, and others like them? First, what is Taui exactly? And we can talk a little bit about financial inclusion and and, uh, and, and the underserved. Sometimes underserved can be a bit of a misnomer, you know, not properly served, right? Mm-hmm. You know, where we don't provide the products and services that, that people really need. And uh, and uh, and that's a huge misnomer. So Taui is, is an agri-tech platform, as you said. And essentially what we're doing is we're matching um, small farmers um, in, in Kenya with commercial kitchens in Kenya as well, in Nairobi. So commercial kitchens can be, you know, obviously restaurants, but also schools, hospitals, etc. Yeah. And what this does is it guarantees uh, fresh products to these kitchens, and it also guarantees a bit of an outlay um, to, to, to farmers. What we have to know is in the, in the context of Kenya, agricultural supply chains are pretty inefficient. Yeah. There are a lot of intermediaries, and, and what happens between the farm and the store on the street, on, on the streets, you know, typically that's where it goes as opposed to a, to, to a big retailer. One, there's, there's seven, eight, sometimes more intermediaries on the way. And two, and very importantly, 60% up to sometimes 80% plus of a crop is lost. It's wow. lost because it's either spoiled hmm. or or stolen or doesn't get there in time. or it's a, So there's a huge wastage, which is, yeah. you know, now we, re, we can reflect on climate change and the environment. We can reflect on so many things, sure. right? But, but this is bad. This is bad. So anything we can do to improve the efficiency of that supply chain is, is an improvement. It's a great thing. Yeah. And so this platform essentially matches supply and that demand a lot more effectively, a lot more efficiently, and uh, and everyone benefits. In the process of that, obviously, there's a need for financing, there's a need for, for a number of other business services, which that we can, can, can provide, but with partners that plug into the platform. Yeah. So that's what uh, yeah. what Tyreek does. So to me, it also illustrates your point about underserved, right? So sort of these clients may or may not be served. Um, but, but the point is, is, is nobody has really come up with a way to, to serve that supply chain properly. If I to, to describe the inefficiency of the, of the commodity supply chain earlier, it's, it's, it's just you know, something's missing. And, uh, and, and so, it's, it's, it, one, it's about financial inclusion, meaning including people in, in the system that weren't otherwise included necessarily. But it's also about serving them the way they need to be served, right? 
patients, you know, yeah. giving them what they need so that, so they can grow and so, so 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 everyone's better off. It's fascinating, Alex. A, a great chance for many organizations to get the heft of a big bank, but also the innovation of of uh, SC Ventures that's able to move a, a little bit more nimbly, perhaps in some circumstances, and create those ecosystems. Uh, Alex, we're going to leave it there for now, but thank you so much for being with us, Alex Manson, the head of SC Ventures. Appreciate your time today. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.